As Indian citizens, it is essential to understand our rights, privileges, and duties. Knowing our rights helps us make informed decisions, defend ourselves against injustice, and hold the government accountable. It also enables us to participate in the democratic process, express our opinions freely, and contribute to the country's progress. India has a rich history that spans centuries. From ancient times to the present day, Indians have struggled and fought for their rights, dignity, and autonomy. The Indian Constitution, adopted in 1950, is the foundation of our democracy and provides the framework for our governance. India's Constitution is a living document that reflects our country's values, aspirations, and vision. It is one of the most comprehensive constitutions in the world, with 448 articles and 12 schedules. The constitution guarantees fundamental rights, legal rights, and directive principles of state policy to all citizens of India, irrespective of their caste, religion, or gender. It also defines the powers and functions of the legislature, executive, and judiciary, and establishes a federal government system with a strong center. Hence, it is very important for us to understand our fundamental and legal rights and our duties. By understanding our rights and responsibilities, we can empower ourselves and create a more just and equitable society. In the following sections, we will explore Indian citizens' fundamental rights, directive principles, legal rights, and duties. Fundamental rights are the basic rights and freedoms every Indian citizen is entitled to. These rights are enshrined in the Indian Constitution's Part 3 from Articles 12 to 35. They are essential for protecting dignity, liberty, and equality. Fundamental rights are enforceable by the judiciary, and any law or government action that violates them is unconstitutional. The Constitution guarantees six fundamental rights to all Indian citizens, right to equality, this includes equality before the law, prohibition of discrimination on grounds of religion, race, caste, sex, or place of birth, and equality of opportunity in public employment, right to freedom. This includes freedom of speech and expression, assembly, association, movement, residence, and profession, right to exploitation. This prohibits all forms of exploitation, including human trafficking, forced labor, and child labor, right to freedom of religion. This includes the freedom to practice, profess and propagate any religion of one's choice. Right to cultural, this includes the right to preserve one's culture, language, and script, and the right to education. Right to constitutional remedies. This enables citizens to approach the courts for enforcement of their fundamental rights. While fundamental rights are crucial for protecting citizens' interests, they are not absolute. The Constitution also limits these rights to ensure public order, morality, and national security. The government can impose reasonable restrictions on the exercise of fundamental rights in the interests of India's sovereignty and integrity, the security of the state, friendly relations with foreign countries, public order, decency, or morality. However, such restrictions must be reasonable, proportionate, and not arbitrary. Here are some examples of cases where fundamental rights have been violated and how citizens have sought justice. The Indian Emergency of 1975 to 1977. During this period, the then Prime Minister of India, Indira Gandhi, suspended several fundamental rights, such as the right to freedom of speech and expression, the right to assemble peacefully without arms, and the right to move freely throughout the country. Many citizens were arrested without valid reason and jailed. The violation of fundamental rights led to widespread protests and demonstrations, and the emergency was lifted after 21 months. Police brutality in the United States 
In recent years, cases of police brutality against African Americans and other minority groups have been widely reported in the United States. Many citizens have taken to the streets to protest against the violation of their right to life and liberty. The Black Lives Matter movement is one such example which protests against police brutality and calls for police reform. Section 377 in India. Section 377 of the Indian Penal Code criminalizes consensual homosexual acts, violating the right to equality and the right to life and personal liberty. In 2018, the Supreme Court of India decriminalized homosexuality, thus upholding LGBTQ plus rights. Apartheid in South Africa. The apartheid system in South Africa violated several fundamental rights of the black population, such as the right to equality and the right to freedom of movement. Citizens and international organizations, such as the United Nations, protested against the system and advocated for black rights. The dismantling of the apartheid system in 1994 was a significant victory for human rights. Rohingya crisis in Myanmar. The Rohingya crisis in Myanmar involves the persecution of the Rohingya Muslim minority by the Myanmar government. This violates several fundamental rights, such as the right to life and personal liberty and the right to equality. Citizens and international organizations have been advocating for the rights of the Rohingya population and calling for accountability for the Myanmar government. In all of these cases, citizens have sought justice through various means, such as protests, legal action, and advocacy. Their efforts have been crucial in upholding fundamental rights and securing justice for human rights victims. The directive principles of state policy are guidelines and principles that India's government needs to consider while framing policies and laws. These principles are enshrined in the Indian Constitution's Part 4, from Articles 36 to 51, and are not enforceable by courts of law. However, they are fundamental to India's governance and reflect the Constitution's aspirations and goals. The directive principles of state policy aim to achieve social, economic, and political justice for all Indian citizens. They also seek to promote the welfare of people, eliminate inequalities, and ensure that development benefits reach all sections of society. The principles cover a broad range of issues, including education, health, housing, employment, and the environment. Some examples of the directive principles of state policy are promotion of equality and justice for all citizens, regardless of caste, religion, or gender. Protection and improvement of the environment and animal cruelty prevention. Provision of free and compulsory education for all children up to 14. Promotion of cottage and small-scale industries to generate employment. Provision of a living wage and working conditions for workers. The state plays a crucial role in fulfilling state policy directive principles. India's government creates policies and programs that enable citizens to exercise their rights and access essential services. The state is also responsible for ensuring that development benefits reach all sections of society, especially those marginalized and disadvantaged. In conclusion, the directive principles of state policy are an essential aspect of the Indian constitution. They reflect the government's commitment to social justice, economic development, and environmental protection. While they are not enforceable by law, they serve as a guide for government policy decisions and actions. Legal rights are rights recognized and protected by law. These rights are derived 
derived from the Indian constitution, statutory laws, and judicial decisions. Legal rights are enforceable by courts of law, and any violation can be challenged in a court of law. Legal rights are a crucial aspect of the Indian judicial system as they provide citizens with appropriate remedies for any violation of their rights. Legal rights cover a broad range of issues, including property rights, contract rights, consumer rights, and civil rights. Some examples of legal rights are right to property. Every citizen has the right to acquire, hold, and dispose of property, right to a fair trial. Everyone accused of a crime has the right to a fair trial and legal representation. Right to privacy. Every citizen has the right to privacy, including the right to avoid unreasonable searches and seizures. Right to information. Every citizen has the right to access information held by public authorities. Right to education. Every child has the right to free and compulsory education up to 14. A person can enforce their legal rights through judicial recourse. If someone's legal rights are violated, they can approach a court of law and seek a remedy. Legal rights enforcement may involve filing a case, presenting evidence, and arguing before a judge. Legal aid is available to those who cannot afford a lawyer to represent them in court. Legal aid can be obtained through legal aid clinics, NGOs, or the government's legal aid schemes. In conclusion, legal rights are an essential aspect of the Indian legal system and provide citizens with the means to enforce their rights. Citizens should be aware of their legal rights and seek appropriate remedies if violated. The legal system protects citizens' rights and ensures justice for all. Along with their rights, Indian citizens have certain duties as responsible members of society. These duties are enshrined in the Indian Constitution's Part 4a, Article 51a, and are fundamental to India's governance. Indian citizens are responsible for promoting national unity, protecting public property, and respecting others' dignity and rights. They cover a broad range of responsibilities, including respect for the national flag, promotion of harmony, and the spirit of brotherhood, as well as protection of the environment. Some examples of Indian citizens' duties are respect for the constitution, the national flag, and the national anthem, promotion of harmony and common brotherhood among all the people of India, protection of public property and prevention of destruction, protection of the natural environment, including forests, rivers, and wildlife, providing free and compulsory education for children between 6 and 14, fulfilling citizenship duties is imperative for the nation's well-being and progress. Every citizen has a responsibility to contribute to the the country's development by fulfilling their duties. By performing their duties, citizens can help create a harmonious and peaceful society where everyone's rights are respected. In conclusion, Indian citizens' duties are a crucial aspect of the Indian constitution. They provide citizens with guidelines on how to fulfill their responsibilities as members of society. Fulfilling these duties is critical for the nation's progress and development, and every citizen should strive to fulfill their duties to the maximum extent of their abilities. By fulfilling their duties, citizens can contribute to the nation's well-being and create a better future for all. In conclusion, understanding your rights as an Indian citizen is crucial to protecting and asserting your rights. It is also crucial for fulfilling your responsibilities as a society member. Knowing your rights provides you with the necessary knowledge and tools to protect yourself against any violation of your fundamental rights, legal rights, and other entitlements. Additionally, knowing your responsibilities as a citizen and fulfilling them is essential for creating a harmonious and peaceful society where 
everyone's rights are respected. By knowing your rights and responsibilities, you can contribute to the nation's development and progress. Therefore, it is essential for Indian citizens to be aware of their rights and responsibilities. Citizens should strive to educate themselves about their rights and actively participate in protecting their rights and fulfilling their responsibilities. As responsible citizens, we must all work together to create a better future for ourselves and future generations by respecting and upholding our constitutional rights and fulfilling our duties towards the nation. In conclusion, let us all make a conscious effort to understand and uphold our rights and responsibilities as Indian citizens. This will enable a more just and equitable society.